With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now, to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet, and we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel... So unsatisfied. you, Tom Brady, you fat bitch. I hope you cry. <laughs> I do cry, too. Jared Goff throws a football like he's got a in his pants. Todd Gurley is a snowflake loser, bitch. Good Lord. Jarvis Landry has a three-inch penis, confirmed by multiple reports. T.Y. Hilton is a He just me over in fantasy. him. You know you don't have to draft me, right? What's happening, everybody? Happy Thursday morning. If you're listening to this live on the Dynasty Warzone feed, it is your host, Memphis, at DWZ Memphis, and you are listening to the fabulous Big Bet. We are coming off of week one of action. And speaking of action, my co-host is always in action, whether that's work action, gambling action, action action. Uh, he is Dr. Kyle. Doctor, what's going on, man? I nunchucked a guy today, Memphis. That was the action I had. Okay, well, first of all, I didn't know that nun- nunchucking could be considered a verb, first of all. And, but then again, I also made up the word freest, so I'm not really one to judge you or your yeah. your, your verbiage. So uh, h- how does one nunchuck someone? Well, first of all, it's artistic license. And second of all, I didn't actually, but I wanted to come in hot today because we're now through week one of the NFL season, rolling into week two, uh, it feels like the playoffs are going to be here before we know it. So I need to slow down, take a sip, yeah, d- and d- enjoy. D- don't say those words, but I, th- I think it could have been better if you would have been like, I've got DFS skills, I've got betting skills, I've got nunchuck skills. I, I think that would have been like the pop culture, the pop culture tie-in that you have... Uh, that you had uh, been looking for. Uh, but, man, how are you enjoying the show? The feedback I have been getting has been tremendous. I, I've been getting good feedback, too. You know, I have uh, personal friends and family who are finding out that I'm doing this stuff because I don't plaster it all over everything because I'm bad at uh, promoting myself. But they are enjoying it, and I think they're going to be tuning in every week uh, moving forward. 
Well, that's awesome. I, I enjoy and I get, get kind of freaked out when we go live on YouTube and I, I see in the corner of the screen that people are watching live. I'm still not used to that. I've been doing the podcast version for years, but you know, when you're doing just a podcast with no cameras on and you're normally doing it via a Skype with your your camera off, you know, you can pick your nose, you can fiddle fart around with your phone. You you can do pretty you had like you had like license to do whatever you want, but now that we're on YouTube, uh, I've got to I've got to straighten up. Uh, I've always podcasted with a hat on. Uh, the headphones hurt my head if I don't. I mean, maybe I could wear like be like a hipster and wear like a nice beanie cap. You know, like you, you're wearing a very fancy hat. You are a big deal. I'm kind of a big deal. I've worked with some big deals. This is yeah, great light in here in New York City. The aviation gin brand that Ryan Reynolds helped create and promote. I've worked with him, and this hat came from his house because I know some people who know some people. Um, so I wanted to throw that out there to the, the crew today. Well, that's kind of awesome the way that you're dropping names. Uh, maybe you can get one of these one of these large names. You're dropping names like Evan Ingram and Jerry Judy dropped passes the other Ooh. night. Yeah, I know Zane. Yeah. I'm 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 a professional segue guy. Yeah, they, which I think the the Ingram drops led to me dropping an L or two. Man, it was brutal. We're going to start recapping last week. We're going to look forward to this week and hit all the normal segments, but I just want to do a little promoting before we do the Debbie Show. I can tell you because I'm part of that group chat because I'm the producer of the Debbie Show. Uh, they're getting that dude fired up. It'll either be this Monday or next. That is Jerry Sinclair, uh, co-host of the Dynasty Warzone. Shane Hallam and Kane Fassell, the co-hosts of the Debbie Marketplace, and Josh Dysinger. Those guys are going to get on there. They're going to chop it up, talk about the Big Ten returning to action and the impact on that for your Dynasty rosters and guys that you'll be rostering soon. This past Wednesday, Wednesday the 16th, Jerry and I did uh, some Q1 buy, sells, and holds. It's something we're going to do the like the first week of the quarter, kind of like a quarterly report out if uh, – You've been through those in the business world. So we'll do it week one, week five, week nine, week 13, and then we'll do it to wrap up the season. Uh, we took every game and we did a buy and a sell and a hold. Uh, and I think that, not to put us over too strong, but I think we had the best Corey Davis take that I've heard to date. Now, it's my take, so I'm biased, but did you happen to hear it yet, Kyle? Of course I did. Yeah, I think I got through about 90% of that show this morning. Uh, yeah, hold them, baby. Well, th- that's called a tease. You can, you, for, for the listener, you can tell Dr. Kyle's still new to the podcast game. It's called a tease. <laughs> we want you to go download the Wednesday edition of the Dynasty Warzone if you're trying to figure out how to navigate the Corey Davis waters now that we're in season. And I want to thank you guys, all of the people who have been downloading the Dynasty Warzone. That's part of the good feedback we've been getting. They like the segmentation of the shows. They like the Vegas stuff. They like the... Uh, gambling stuff, the DFS stuff, to have its own you know special show, and they like the Dynasty show being nothing but Dynasty. Uh, you're very segmented, but that's cool. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed regardless. That way you get all of the shows, including the Debbie show once a month. You never miss anything. Listen to the ones you enjoy. Auto-delete the ones that you don't. I would be lying if I said I didn't do that with podcast feeds that I subscribe to. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Uh, one of the fastest growing uh, avenues of content for us here at the DWZ Sports Network. I tell you, if you were subscribed with notifications on, you would not have missed Dr. Kyle's 
Tuesday injury update. Dr. Kyle, I want to tell you, you did a great job with that, man. Thank you. I uh, had some, some big help from uh, Maddie Big Chest out there. He helped compile a list because this Sunday, instead of just writing names down as they came across the sleeper app or this and that, you know, all of a sudden it's, uh, it's Tuesday morning and I'm like, hmm, who were all those guys that got injured this week? And he found me a good top 10. And then I did my research and we rattled through a little bit of anatomy, some, uh, some explanations, and then some fantasy football plays. So if you want to hear more about that, that's over on the YouTube page. We talk about 10 guys in about 10 to 12 minutes. I go on a couple tangents that you could probably fast forward 20, 30 seconds if you don't want to hear about my thoughts on my Cowboys. Uh, but yeah, good shit. Uh, I, I thought it was really good and it was will, really well done. I think you and Matt did uh, just a banger job getting that thing out there and getting it out there early. And you'll update that. But the reason why it's so important, I, I would, I'll say this, Dr. Kyle, what you're providing from a content standpoint with injuries is the number one reason to subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're a normal podcast listener and you just download and you listen on the way to work or on your lunch break, thank you very much for being a listener. But the YouTube's pretty important because if you want to get that in-the-moment snapshot about, hey, how, how bad's Michael Thomas going to be or what's the NFL concussion protocol look like with Chris Godwin in there, pretty imperative that you jump to YouTube, look for the Dynasty Warzone, just subscribe, turn on those notifications, and uh, you won't miss anything. I've been doing a little Saturday thing called A Few Dynasty Minutes with Memphis. They last 10, 15 minutes and just uh, some quick hitters going into the weekend couple other things there will be there will be a dynasty happy hour contractor this weekend i don't know when i'm going to get that recorded uh the one with my guest named dustin got deleted i had a a computer fry and i lost some files so i'm working with dustin to get him back on to get his uh lineup discussed and get a, a happy hour contractor out there and then tay jc3 that's t-a-y jc3 this is your second request to hit me up to claim your autographed DK Metcalf jersey. You can uh, hit me up on Twitter at DWZ Memphis, or you can email me. The The show email is DynastyWarzone at Gmail as soon as possible. You have until the end of the month. And we're going to talk about a lot of sponsors and ways to support the show. But you know what's the freest, Dr. Kyle? Uh, computer fries, french fries, or freedom fries. Oh, free! I, I do remember freedom fries. Uh, and, and like freedom, like French toast, but it was weird. We had some kind of beef with the French. Anyway. That was weird. It was, yeah, it what's was, free, but, Memphis? But what, what's free is five-star reviews. We're going to give you a lots of uh, ways to get value. We're not doing a GoFundMe or anything like that, but you, uh, there are plenty of ways to financially support the show. But the freest way, the easiest way is hit pause on the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. But if you're on a audio version, Spotify, iTunes, whatever, Stitcher, Podbean, just hit pause, go subscribe, leave a five-star. Oh, and there's something in it for you. If you're a Dynasty or Redraft Fantasy football player and you want to trade reviewed on the Dynasty Warzone on Wednesday morning's podcast, leave that trade in the comment section. Boom, we'll knock it out. If you need to get a hold of us, again, the, the email account for the show is DynastyWarzone at Gmail. You can also check out the show on Instagram and Twitter at Dynasty Warzone. I'm trying to do a better job of being active on Twitter because I'm too busy arguing with people on on Twitter to uh, to always put up good pics of the of the 
you know, show players, things that we're promoting, etc. But I, I will be doing a better job of that, I assure you. So, Dr. Kyle, you ready to get into these big bets and uh, do a little recap for last week? Let's do it. I think we did well enough where we should talk about it and not just bury it, on the, bury it under the rug out back. Yeah, one thing, we're going to be transparent. Um, I'll put together a spreadsheet so that we can track our success over the season. Um, I'm, I'm tracking what I actually bet and what I give out here on the show. So I'll let you go first. Do you want to cover some of your personal bets that you made, wink, wink, in New Jersey over the weekend? Or do you want to recap your big bet from last week? Let's, let's, let's recap my big bet because if I'm being honest, I did not get my bets in. Uh, I did not get to my Jersey guy. And I still, now I have to figure out this whole my bookie thing because my credit card, even though I had used the New Jersey address, does not allow for international deposits right now. So I got to call the bank and then we're getting that uh, one-to-one match with DWZ Memphis. But my big bet, and boy, was it a big one. I had the Cardinals plus seven against the Niners. And man, how about that money line? The Cardinals looked very good. Kyler Murray looked very explosive. Their offense was all over the place. And I think Jimmy G looked exactly like we probably thought Jimmy G was going to look with uh, some some crumb bums and shoe clerks at receiver and a banged up George Kittle halfway through that game. Um, so, yeah, you know, not a financial victory lap for me so much as hopefully some of the listers took a victory lap on that one. And this was the, uh, a, a very popular bet all the way around. That number was floating around seven seven and a half and i saw it close in most places around six and a half so you had what's called closing line value you know you may have someone tell you hey i went four and two i'm getting ready to tell you something very similar to that but did you get closing line value i'll give you an example you remember last week when we had the the look ahead lines and atlanta i took and used my 100 dollars free bet from DraftKings to take mm-hmm. Atla- atlanta plus seven at dallas this week Mm-hmm. That game is now down to four and a half. So as long yep. as as long as that game does not close above seven, which I obviously don't think it will if it's dropping like that, then I will get what's called closing line value. Right now I have about two and a half points of closing line value based on when I bet it. And remember, I'm, I'm going to say this until probably you guys are sick of hearing it. The closer we get to game day, the sharper the number gets, the harder it is. Um, I've already been looking on mybookie.ag and i mean a lot of numbers have moved the ravens texans number has dropped from around eight eight and a half down to the texans getting seven the new england patriots and seahawks has went from four and a half to the seahawks giving up four the raiders are now getting six versus five and a half there's a lot of movement in these lines tennessee at one point was giving ten and a half to jacksonville it's down to eight and a half so when these lines come out on mybookie.ag, because I know you're supporting the show, look first thing Monday morning. You can even look sometimes Sunday afternoon, evening, and that's when you're going to get you know a little bit more uh, lack of balance in the force, if that makes sense, Dr. Kyle. Yeah, I mean, we're talking the Saints-Raiders one. Well, that was my look-ahead game last week, and I had that down on FanDuel as Saints were giving four and a half. So that line's already moved a point and a half. Didn't get it, but I'll be I'll be looking ahead as we look ahead. Well, I too. So 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 far here on the fabulous big bet, both me and Dr. Kyle are one and zero on our big bets. My big bet last week was Philly at Washington over forty two and a half points. The game came in at forty four. 
Uh, I got there somewhere around the middle of the fourth quarter. I was actually expecting to get there quite easily. I was more than happy to to get the win. And don't let that game fool you. If you're a dynasty player who happens to be listening to this show, you know, Carson Wentz, I said this on the, the Wednesday edition of the Dynasty Warzone, he's a quarterback. He's not a magician. He's not David Blaine back there. Eventually, the well runs dry. And when you're on offensive linemen eight and nine, and, you know, your your rookie wide receivers banged up, you have no Alshon Jeffrey. For some reason, Deshaun Jackson didn't play a lot of the game, and you're down to two tight ends, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside and Greg Ward and no Miles Sanders. Oh, and Boston Scott got hurt. Eventually, you you just run out of luck. So I was happy yeah. to get that one in. And uh, we're going to talk about home dogs here in a minute. So do, did you know how many home dogs there were last week, Dr. Kyle? Oh, was it five or six? It was seven. It was There was, five, there was five going into Monday night, and then Monday night there were two more. And the, records, yeah. the, the record against the spread of those home dogs, home dogs went anywhere from five and two, with the number to four, two, and one, the one that was like on the the tie, the periphery, was the Chargers and Bengals. Depends on where you got the Bengals. Right. I got the Bengals early at the week. I had the Chargers minus three, which ended up being a push, one of my pushes for the week. Uh, but some places had it at three and a half. So if you had it at three and a half, the the home underdogs went five and two. The only two that did not cover were Atlanta and the New York Giants. And I think the Giants, had it not been for a couple of really bad Daniel Jones interceptions, probably could have got that game within the six and a half, five and a half line. And that game was wild. You talk about opening and closing line value. When that game first hit the board back in like June, the Steelers were like giving up two and a half. It ended up closing at six and a half. And wow. I'm and I'm really glad I told a buddy in the gym on Monday night as I was heading home to watch that game. I'm like. If this game gets to seven and a half, I'm going to bet it. And it never did. And I'm really glad it didn't. i really glad it didn't. But while I'm talking about my bets, I'll just tell you what I personally bet out of my own bankroll. Uh, I, did bet, sure. I did bet Philly and Washington over. That was a win. I, I, I told myself all day on Monday, I'm not betting Denver plus three, but if Denver gets to plus three and a half at home, I'm going to bet it. And about 9.45, that game kicked off at 10.15 Eastern, the Eastern time zone where we both live. It went to three and a half. And I made a I bet. Love that. I, I made a because I, I figured, you know, I really don't want to push, but I think three and a half, it's close enough. I thought Denver would have won the game outright, and they probably should have had Coach Vic Fangio used his timeouts a little bit more prudently. But I was able to get the number I wanted. And that's another tip. You know, we had Rosalie on here the first show. Another tip is if you don't like the number or you think the number can change, you know, you can wait until the last minute. And, and that's what I did. And, I, I mean, I would have won at three anyway, but I had a number in mind. And I'm like, I wasn't going to force a bet, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you talked about, treat it like a business. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't like it at three. I got it at three and a half. And um, my patience paid off. Uh, another winner for me was Houston and KC under 54 and a half. I didn't bet a lot of money on that. It was a promotion on DraftKings, and I, I bet a little, but it was a win. I barely won. Uh, I had 54 and a half, and the game finished at 54. This one was much more luck than anything else because on that last drive, had Houston scored a touchdown or had Deshaun Watson thrown a pick six, I could have easily lost that. Uh, I didn't think it would be that high scoring. 
I got lucky. My biggest bet, I made two bets on this. I made one on my bookie and I made one on FanDuel was the LA Rams at home getting three points against the, the Dallas Cowboys. That was a two-unit winner for me, my, my normal bet. I bet it in two spots. And that, that paid off big for me. I'm sorry to get bet against your boys. I know that hurts you. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to profit from that. But but the the one where I absolutely it wasn't all winners. It wasn't all moonlight and canoes over here in Memphisville. Uh, as you know from listening to the show a couple of weeks ago, we talked about betting the Dolphins on the money line. A loser. And, mm-hmm. then, and then I had the Dolphins plus six and a half. I figured, okay, even if the Dolphins don't win, they'll keep it close. And a victory can, you know, basically erase the, the money line if they lose, right? Well, had Fitzmagic not gone all Fitzmagic on me and thrown that interception in the end zone. And I know some people say it could have been a P.I. and yada, yada, yada. You know, that's part of gambling. You're going to get bad yep. beats and you're going to catch bad breaks. So those are my two losers. Uh, I took a, uh, a teal and orange bath uh, there in New England. And then uh, my push, because I had it at three, and I got real lucky. So I'll tell you a little little story about this Chargers game. So DraftKings is doing a huge million dollar with a hundred million dollars, some kind of thing, with a survivor pool, right? But you can mm-hmm. it's a survivor pool. You can only use each team once. And the later right. you get in the season, the more info you had. Well, I thought the Chargers with that defense would just go in there and punish Cincinnati. So I bet the Chargers minus three. That was my push. I went four, two, and one on my personal bets this week. And that was a sweat. That A.J. Green offensive P.I. and then the missed field goal, that was uh, that more than made up for the, the Dolphins hosing me. Yes, it was a push, but staying alive in that tournament. And, you know, the fact that I, I, I could not imagine at any point going forward having to use the Chargers again in a survivor pool with the way they played, the way that offensive looked. So that that was a, a very luck box moment for me. So that that's yeah. how my that that was my week one recap. And remember, dude, you don't have to go to uh to your jersey buddy. All you gotta do is, you know, DM or text your your co host here. Uh you, you, in there. Your your money's good. Your money's good. And before we get into our next segment, that's uh, our week two likes and our week two big bets, I want to tell you that this segment of the show is brought to you, surprisingly, by not surprisingly, the mybookie.ag. That is the official odds provider of the fabulous big bet and the sports betting site that we love the most. All the odds tonight that we're going to quote come from mybookie.ag, where if you head over there right now, and use the promo code DWZ Memphis at sign up. They will match your initial deposit up to a thousand bucks. How good is that? I can tell you, FanDuel will give you a hundy. I think DraftKings will also do a hundy. DraftKings may be ten bucks. There are weird promotions, but if 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 you want to get down, if you want to build a bankroll, they're going to double it for you. If you're like, because this is how I gamble. Hey, here's the amount of money I'm going to wager on football games this season. Well, how do you make that money last? You get it doubled. I put my bankroll in over at mybookie.ag. They doubled it. I can I have more working capital to work with. Plus, if you've already got a FanDuel account, like I do, if you've already got a DraftKings account, like I do, if you've already got a BetMGM account, like I do, 
you can always use more outs. What are more outs? More places to get, get down games. Sometimes these lines can be off. When we first did this a couple of weeks ago, the lines at some of these places were off by as much as a point and a half. That's where professional gamblers try to use things like middling. Like you might make a bet on one team and then turn around and make a bet on the other side because of the value with different numbers at different shops. There is a link in the show's bio that you're listening to on this very podcast app, whether that's Apple, Stitcher, whatever, or when you go to Twitter and you're following me there at DWZ Memphis, uh, right there on the pinned tweet on my Twitter page, there is the link to go to my bookie. It'll auto-populate the code DWZ Memphis. Dr. Kyle, they'll match you up to a G, man, a G note, just for signing up. You put in 500, they'll match it 500. You put in 250, they'll match it with 250. What's sweeter than that? I mean, what, what's sweeter than, than, than free gambling buttons? Uh, nothing. I mean, I, I was uh, a credit card accepted away from doing something between, uh, you know, half a K and a K. You, you'll get it figured out. Um, I will. I and will. I didn't have any problems. Now, then again, I do reside in the great state of Indiana where sports betting, app-based gambling is illegal. So I don't have, uh, I don't have those issues, and, and you shouldn't either. Uh, it takes a little bit of time to get your mybookie.ag account set up, but once you're in there, you're in there and ready to take advantage of the info Dr. Kyle and I are giving you. Dr. Kyle, you want to hit us with one of your first likes of the week, uh, a, a total or a side that you're looking at? Uh before we do, I just want to touch, like, I didn't put money on them, but these were ones that I brought up on the podcast either last week or the week before. Uh, Green Bay plus three and a half. That was a win. Bills minus six, W, and the Chiefs minus nine and a half. And then I did double down with you on Dolphins money line and Dolphins plus six and a half. So those were losses. And then Eagles giving up six and a half, but that was before all the injuries. But that being said, let's not live in the past. Oh, you, oh, uh, well, I'm writing all those down. Those are going on your official tally, pal. You're three. You're four and three, yeah, as as we yeah, speak. That's... But big bet, you're one and zero. Oh. So let's get some likes, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna test your big bet record. But so, what are your likes this week uh, on mybookie.ag? So you know, we, you were talking about that Steelers Giants game on Monday night, and here I am, a Cowboys fan who grew up with way too many Giants fans in the house. But I think there was a bit of a, uh, um, a, an opposite trend in those Giants-Steelers games and Lions-Bears games. The Giants played uh, the Bears this week, and they are getting three and a half. The Giants were about a pick away from that looking like the Giants might take that game. I had the Steelers as my first team in a survival pool that more than half the league is already out because they took either the Colts or the Eagles in week one. And I went with the Steelers Monday night, and I was nervous about that. So I, And then Daniel Jones looked good enough against that Steelers defense that is probably top five in the league. And that Bears defense let the Lions get out ahead. So I'm a big fan of the Giants this week, and we'll see that trend as we even talk some, uh, some props and DFS, as you see. Um, so I like, uh, you know, if I'm – do you want my fabulous bet right now, like my, my lock? Like this is the one I'm going Oh no! Well, let's make them wait for it. So this, so this is one of okay. one of your likes. This is just a game that that you, you're leaning toward a little bit, and you, you're feeling okay about it. Then, if if there's something I like this week, it's Eagles pick them. 
Okay. Um, and I'll probably try and uh, I'll look around before maybe there's an Eagles plus one out there right now or plus a half um, because news is out that it looks like Miles Sanders is going to be playing this week. Lane Johnson is going to be playing this week. And those are two of the biggest and most important pieces in that offense. And I think uh, Doug Peterson is a little upset with how he handled their game with the lead last week. And I think we're going to see much more sound play calling out of him, much better game management. Um, and I, 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 you know, have been, of course, I'm a homer watching the, well, not a homer homer, but Cowboys fan watching the Cowboys Rams game. I do feel like the Cowboys lost that game to the Rams more than the Rams won it. Um, eh, with a, a, a questionable pass interference call in there. My man, Michael Gallup toasted Jalen Ramsey, who just signed a big contract extension. So I'll, I'll let that be known. Um, but for those reasons, I like the Eagles as a, as a pick against the Rams this week. Okay, so that's your big bet, or that's just another game you like? That's just the game I like. That's not my big bet yet. Okay, so let me jump into a couple of things that I like before we get into the big bets. The first one that I like, I like Seattle minus four uh, on my bookie against New England. So New England, New England tra- traveling all the way across the country. Uh, now the home and away thing, it actually ended up balancing out. Uh, home teams and away teams, eight and eight, eight for the home, eight for away. Uh, I didn't have a chance to break that down versus the spread, but I know this. I know that th- there was a lot of. Uh, you know, the coaches that you think that would have won and won against the number did. John, uh, not John Gruden, excuse me, uh, Andy Reid, won and covered. Bill Belichick, won and covered. Sean Payton, won and covered. Uh, Pete Carroll, Carroll. won and covered. So this is going to be two of those coaches together. Here's why I'm going Seattle, or I'm leaning Seattle. I've not bet this yet, but I I may. I may, is because I, I think that they're really limiting Cam, and I think that Seattle can put a couple of scores on this team and really take away that rushing element that New England was able to lean on so heavily. You know, Cam did not have one completion go more than 19 yards. And you know, he only threw the ball 19 times for 155 yards. Now, I understand they were able to keep it close. They were able to win the game, and that's the name of the game in the NFL, putting W's on the board. I dig it. You know, I also understand that Cam's only been in town for about six weeks, so maybe the full playbook's not there. But I know that the continuity that I saw, I, I thought Atlanta's defense didn't play as poorly as people think. And mm-hmm. for that, like, I, I don't know that I'll bet this yet. I may wait and see if that number comes down a little bit, if any money comes in on New England. New England's a pretty public team, and Bill Belichick's a very public coach. So if I can get this Seattle minus three at home, even without the 12th man, I think I'd be on that. And another one, I've, I've already bet the side because I had that $100 bet from DraftKings. And so I've got Atlanta plus seven at Dallas. But I also like this under 52 and a half on mybookie.ag. And, and you're going to be like, well, you know, didn't, didn't Atlanta score a bajillion points and have a bajillion points scored on them? And, you know, isn't Dallas one of the best, you know, teams in the league? As far as scoring, I think they were the number one offense in 2019. And all of that is true. But I, I know this. I know that if you're Dallas, you played late on Sunday night. You were playing at 1 o'clock on Sunday. And I think that they're going to want to slow the pace of the game down. 
That defense had 72 plays ran on it last week. That was the top 10 of any defense. That was in the top 10 of defenses, the number of plays they faced. They lost Leighton Van Der Esch for the next six to eight weeks due to a broken collarbone that he had surgery on. And they lost Gerald McCoy at the beginning of the season. And I think Dallas, to be able to give that defense a break and a rest, I think they're going to slow down pace of play. They're going to do a little bit of keep away. And I could easily see this game finishing like 21-27, 21-28, which would still be a shitload of points. It would be 49 points. But, man, to, to get to that number of 52.5 I think will be difficult. And I think Atlanta's defense is better than that number we saw Seattle hang on them. I just think that you saw an amazingly efficient day out of Russell Wilson. And I can tell you that uh, I wanted to really do some research in Dan Quinn versus Mike McCarthy. But if you remember a couple of years ago when the, I think it was the year the Atlanta Falcons went to the Super Bowl, Green Bay went into Atlanta and got shellacked. And I think I think a uh, Dan Quinn-led team will be able to, I don't want to say control, because again, I think this is going to be a fairly high-scoring game. I would have put this somewhere in the 47 to 49 range. So for those mm-hmm. reasons right there, I like this game under 52.5 on mybookie.ag. What do you think about my two likes before we get into your big bet of the week? It's funny you brought up the uh, Seahawks-Patriots game, and I did you did you hear that talk or well either you picked up on it yourself and I heard it on the, the DWZ podcast this morning or did you pick up did they talk about that on the GM shuffle um, was that something that Lombardi brought up about the 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 top coaches all coming out on top this week? Uh, no, not that I. No. Re- I mean, maybe I did. I listened to so many okay. podcasts. I, I typically try to yeah. do. A, I, I try to do a good job of citing my sources when I use someone's that information. But I just remember going through where, when I did the research on home teams and yeah. th- their wins and, you know, home dogs. I just remember yeah. looking as like, you know, because that was something that I was really concerned with. So before we were doing the big bet, Jerry and I and sometimes me and a guest, we were doing a series leading up to this called the the three-team parlay where we would mm-hmm. break down we would break down three teams. And one of the, the segments of that show – I uh, referenced an ESPN article that talked about consistency and continuity. Mm -hmm. And I was really looking at, I was looking at it more from which head coaches are back and which coaches are tenured. You know, I mentioned John Gruden, John Gruden won and covered the, the new, the the new head coaches against the spread, I think went one and four, something like that. I mean, we knew this going in. This was the big thing. Not only yeah. from a gambling standpoint, but from a fantasy standpoint and just an NFL standpoint, was consistency and continuity. And I knew it was going to be a big deal. So maybe that's where I got it from. I sure. honestly don't no, remember. I'm, yeah, well, I, I I have no doubt with the extensive research you do that you would come up with that on yourself or on your own. Um, but yeah, that one I looked at and I was like, I like this. But after the Dolphins outing, I was like, am I really going to get burned by Belichick again? Um, but now you got me rethinking it. So I really like, I, I mean, that that Seahawks defense is better. You know how I feel about Russell Wilson. I think he's got potential MVP, poten- uh, oh my God, potential MVP potential this year. Squared potential. Um, so that's a good one. I, 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 I just, I, I, I you know, when I'm betting these games or I'm preparing to bet these games, I'm asking myself, how does this game go? 
what happens if yeah. New, what happens if New England gets ahead? Can Seattle come back and score points? And I think the answer is yes. I think the Dolphins score, should have scored a lot more than the the handful of points they did. I think they left a lot of points out there on the field. So if mm-hmm. Seattle gets behind, can I see to where maybe they're down one, two, or three and then score a late touchdown to win the game and either get me a push or a win? Yes, they can. That's why I want to get this number at three. Can right. can I see a scenario where Seattle gets up and I don't know if you know this or not, but Pro Football Focus rated the offensive weapons from 2019 in New England as the worst set of collective skill position players they had ever ranked in the history of their business. The worst. And my question is, is we've not seen Cam throw the ball a lot. You know, obviously the, the, there's going to be a design to not let Russ cook and keep the ball away right. from him. So that's why I like this number. I, I could see them coming back and getting me a cover. That's why I'm waiting for three. Or I could see a scenario where they get way ahead and force a lot of mistakes and errors from a team trying to come back. So that's why I like three. I can't tell you that I won't bet it at four, but those are those are some of my rationales. I think I might be betting it at four if, if that push comes to shop too. Um, All right, man. Hit me with that big bet. What's the big bet of the week? It's going to go on your permanent record. It's like high school. You know, the te- they always used to tell you in school, this is going on your permanent record, mister. So be sharp. Yeah. Who who accesses that permanent record after you walk that stage where they hand you your paper diploma with your name on it? You, you know what they call the guy who finishes last in medical school? You should understand this. Doctor. They call Dr. It the, the, Kyle. They, 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 I, don't, I didn't know you finished last. You're giving away trade secrets, my boy. Anyway, I'm sorry. Keep interrupting <laughs> you. G- give me that best bet, that big bet. All good. No, and uh, just to bring it up, first semester was a 4-0. Uh, no big deal. A little bit downhill after that because other things took priority. I can't. Uh, st- uh, started from the bottom, now we're here? <laughs> anyway, my big bet of the week as a Dallas Cowboys fan, is the New York football Giants plus three and a half. Like I said earlier, that Giants team looked like they had a handle on that game against the Steelers, and the Bears are far from the Steelers. Trubisky crawled himself out of whatever hole he's been in to do what he does only against the Lions and throw three touchdowns. Lions handed them that game. I think the Bears are much worse than that one and no team they are. And I think the giants are better than the Owen one team they are. Uh, so I think this week I'm going to have money on the giants plus three and a half. And I think I'm going to take the money line as well. I could see that new coaching staff, uh, and that young team getting their first win this week. Well, then I've got good news for you. Our friends over at mybookie.ag, once you get your payment information straightened out, they've got the giants plus five and a half minus one ten. So, Oh, you're right. No, you're right. But yeah, so I, I know I again. I, well, and again, you finished last in medical school, but whatever. You're a doctor. Doctor's a doctor. Um, th- that that's a very good number. And and one thing again, we I, I always go back to Rosalie. She was so kind with her time and, and a wonderful guest. This is just another tip. If you like the underdog, wait. If you like the favorite, go ahead and bet it. Now um, there are some variables. I'm talking about waiting on Seattle. But if you like the number, bet the number. Because, you know, I got the look-ahead line in week two on Atlanta. I've got two and a half points to the good right now. So if you like it, yeah. bet it. But, again, I'm going to hold off. And if I miss out and don't get a number I like, I just don't bet it. 
you know, I don't believe in a lot of forced bets. I think that's how you burn up your bankroll. And so for that reason, I don't. So I, I like the Giants. It was one of the ones that I kicked the tires on. It's like, wait a second, mm-hmm. this this team was down like, what, 17 points in the fourth quarter to the Lions? And they came yeah. back, and all of a sudden, this team's now good enough to go from a, a three-point road underdog to a five-and-a-half-point home favorite? I, I, I think the this line's a little bit off in that, to your point, Daniel Jones had a couple of bad interceptions. But I didn't think that offense looked that bad. And no. I, I think they're going to want to get Saquon involved and – I think this will be a close scoring game. So uh, I could see Chicago winning it by like a field goal, like a a 20. 24, 21. I was thinking, like, yeah, like, like, like 20, 21, 17, 21. Any of those numbers you're going to cover with five and a hook. So I like it. I'm going to go into my big bet. And mine is I'm doing another total. San Francisco at New York Jets under 42 and a half points on my bookie dot. A.G. Dr. Kyle, I got a question for you. You ready? Let's hear it. Who the hell are the skill position players on these two teams? Everybody's hurt. You know, the term mash ward comes to mind. You, you look at the you look at the, the Jets. Uh, it came out on Wednesday that Jamison Crowder's got a slight hammy. No Denzel, oh no Denzel Mims. Bashad Perryman's been playing through a knee injury. Uh, Chris Herndon's there. I guess it's the Chris Herndon, Ryan Griffin show. No Lev Bell. He's going to miss the next three games yep. at least on the short-term IR. And then you switch to the side to the 49ers and no Debo Samuel. Why in the blue hell would you put George Kittle out there against a team like the, the Jets on a hyper-extended knee? Let him get that rest. No Brandon Ayuk. They lost Kendrick Bourne. Where are the skill position guys? But I'll tell you one thing, that defense, after getting embarrassed at home, giving up over 100 rushing yards, which he kneeled it down to 90-ish with Kyler Murray, that defense is going to be mad as a hornet. And they're going to be looking to lay the smack down on Sam Darnold's candy ass. So I really see this game. I know the, the Jets scored 17 against the Bills last week. I would say at least 14 of that was garbage time. I really think if the Bills yeah. want, want, you know, you could tell the Bills toward the end were taking their foot off the accelerator, knowing they yeah. had a, knowing they had a road division game this week in Miami. So I really see the San Francisco team being pissed off, coming in there with something to prove, but not being able to put up a ton of points themselves. I see this game being somewhere in that 21-10, very similar to that yeah. uh, Dolphins-New England game last week. I don't know how these two teams would have. They would have to score like 24-21 to 21 for me to, you know, in that neighborhood. I don't see six touchdowns out of these two offenses right now. So for those reasons, yeah. I, I'm really liking this under 42-and-a-half with uh, the Jets and the Niners. Anything on my big bet before we roll on to the next segment? Um, I'm getting in on this big bet this week. You have my word. Whatever number you pick. Double it, and I'm hitting that PayPal account. Yeah, j- just uh, yeah, I'll just uh, I'll bill you. You're a doctor. You know about billing people. Well, there you yeah. go, guys. Yeah. Th- that is our betting recap. That is our big bets and likes of the week brought to you by mybookie.ag. So we're gonna head over to our DFS segment, but before we do, mm-hmm. want to give a shout out to our other sponsor here on the fabulous big bet, and that is Hate Brand Goods. This is my personal favorite athletic apparel brand. If you follow me on Twitter, my personal handle is at 
Memphis185. I am a customer. I, I'm a fan long before I ever got involved with uh, the brand as a brand ambassador and sponsor. Matt Vincent, the guy who runs it, is one of the most down-to-earth, coolest, introspective dudes that you would ever meet. He hosts a podcast of his own. It's called UMSO, U-M-S-O, and he was a two-time Highland Games world champion. And I'm going to be wearing my new shorts on next week's show. They're called the Goat Shorts, and they're available on the website. And these are literally the best fitting shorts if you're in the gym. They don't bunch up around your knees like your traditional Under Armour and Nikes. They're not like basketball shorts when you're trying to squat or deadlift or any of the Olympic movements. And then on top of that, man, they got all your basics. They've got solid color black and green and maroon joggers. They've got t-shirts. They've got bags, accessories. And, and Dr. Kyle, you know what? Not everyone who listens is an athlete. It breaks my heart, but it's okay. I mean, you're an athlete. I was. I like to think I still am. Yeah. And when you said bunches up at the knees, I thought you were going to say something else, but I'm glad they don't bunch up at the knees, too. Well, like, like when you wear like a longer inseam short and like you go to deadlift or you go to squat mm-hmm. and, and, and that catches the like the top of your knee, it's just like just a pain yeah. in the ass. So, so these are a little bit shorter inseam. They're great. But even if you're not into athletic apparel, how can you not go to thehate.com? That's the hviii.com and get yourself a kick today in the dick coffee mug. It's exactly what it says. Kick today in the dick coffee mug, shaker bottles, water bottles, and it's a great conversation starter in the gym. It's it's absolutely great if uh, you're looking to make new friends. And if you're listening to this podcast on the day the show drops on Thursday, today, Thursday the 17th, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the newest colorway, the newest design of the goat shorts drops today at 4. Dude, guys, these will sell out. They always do, especially if you're in that medium through extra large range. I wear a large. To put it in perspective, I'm six foot, 205 pounds. That's right, Dr. Kyle, 205 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. And if you, you're rocking what I'm rocking, you're rocking a large, uh, I have a I have an alarm set on my phone, and I'm going to use the promo code Memphis at checkout, and I'm going to save some money, and I'm going to I'm going to get some new gear. I'm going to be rocking it here next week on the show with you. That's again the hate the h v i i i dot com. Sweet T-shirt, sweet stuff. Check them out, Doctor Kyle. Let's talk some DFS, my friend. How was your for uh, your foray into DFS last week? Mine was okay. Mine was okay, too. Uh, I felt like we we had some great chalk picks. Uh, you know, I don't want to steal the thunder that I probably stole from you last week with a couple of your big picks. Um, but, you know, I was happy with the, uh, the Ridley-Metcalf talk I had about taking the cheaper guys in those games, in that game that was looking like it could be a shootout. And I think both Ridley and Metcalf paid off well enough where they were definitely worth it. I, re- um, I really wish then, I had listened listened to that Christian Kirk take, but keep going, keep rocking. <laughs> Who's Christian Kirk take? Uh, my Christian Kirk take. I'm sorry, I was talking about the Calvin Ridley take. My apologies. Your Calvin Ridley uh, take, because uh, I, yeah. I, I I I may be in Mexico right now if I'd have had Calvin Ridley in my lineup instead of Christian Kirk. But I'm going to uh, lament my decisions here in just a minute. But keep going with your uh, recap. Yeah, so Ridley Metcalf definitely paid off. 
Ertz didn't pop like I thought he would, but he still probably uh, got the job done. They got her, got her. It was targeted like a machine, but I'm, um, you know, don't, don't fade Ertz going forward. I think that's one of those weird weeks where Goddard pops and it looks like he's that guy going forward, but Ertz is going to be Wentz's security blanket. Um, Chargers D got the job done. And then I did, I think I stole Garoppolo at quarterback. I didn't, I didn't go for the stack with Kittle, which probably paid off. I don't know what Kittle finished with. And then my misses were, you know, Boston Scott was a dud and Deshaun Jackson was a bit of a dud. He, you know, ended up splitting snaps with Rager instead of getting, you know, 60, 70% of the snaps, like would have been nice to, to see some of those downfield targets. Yeah, I now uh in my cash game, I won my I won the uh, the 50-50 league that I was in. I played for a 20 spot, got my 20 spot back plus a, a little more. Uh the only tournament that I played, I played in a $4 million dollar to first place tournament on FanDuel. Um super cheap. Again, I'm I'm not the world's greatest DFS player, but I certainly understand how to build lineups and how to take advantage of certain certain nuances so what i did well with last week uh, i had jimmy garoppolo he did okay on FanDuel. he had 19.26 points uh, one of my big plays last week was josh jacobs came through like a champ 33.9 points i had Devonte adams he had 34.6 points and then i was able you know i got cute i'll just be honest i got cute i was able to get alvin kamara in my lineup which was great he got 21.2 but to do that, I made some decisions, and I pulled Paris Campbell out of my lineup, and I put uh, I pulled Raheem uh, Moster out, and by going a little bit cheaper at wide receiver with Christian Kirk, who got me half a point, one reception on five targets, zero yards, big zero point five. Uh, the difference between Moster and Kamara wouldn't have mattered, but getting all those points that I gave up with Paris Campbell. Would have uh, would have considered uh, considerably kicked up the money. Boston Scott originally I had Miles Sanders in there. Sanders didn't play, so I pivoted to his cheaper backup. Also, which kind of was one of the dominoes that had me you know screwing with this lineup more than I should. But you know, all in all, I was happy with the result. Um, I guess technically I made a little money in my cash game. And I got a min cash in this tournament. I turned my four dollars into six dollars. So how you like them apples, Doctor Kyle? That's a big old return hey, on a little bit of cash. Fifty percent ROI. I will. Uh, I will take it all day, every day. Let's talk about this week. What What are you looking at for this week, uh, from a cash standpoint, from a tournament standpoint, and how are you looking to uh, to get some rosters built? So from a tournament standpoint. I always look at the onesie positions first and see who I like that looks significantly cheaper than everybody else. So if I'm going quarterback this week, again, Cowboys fans <laughs> grew up getting ragged on by Giants fans. I'm telling you, siblings, parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, cousins, they all were just like, why are you a Cowboys fan? And I'm like, well, you're not going to make me a Giants fan, so here we go. Uh, but I really like Daniel Jones this week. He scampered on the ground a little bit. He threw the ball downfield. Yes, he turned it over, but he was playing against the Steelers defense that is potentially one of the best in the league. Um, and I think, you know, he was he was one of those guys who looked strong down the stretch last year, and we expected a big second-year growth from. So I think as he gets more familiar with this Jason Garrett offense and Joe Judge, I think he's just going to keep 
exploding. And the fact that he can get those extra points on the ground, I just love him at only 6,900. Um, and then while we're talking onesie positions, uh, you know, you, ha- you had alluded to one of these guys on the, the buy, sell, hold podcast that came out this morning. Uh, Tom Brady likes his tight ends. And O.J. Howard is one of those tight ends who, if we remember correctly, is still just an amazing athlete, still knows how to play tight end. And maybe he just finally has the quarterback who wants to feed him the ball. O.J. Howard is only 4,800. Uh, significantly cheaper than Gronk, which surprised me. Um, and then my other one, and this is like, this, this could be like the money tournament play. You already talked about that San Francisco game where there are no weapons and Kittle is potentially sitting. Jordan Reed, another guy who had a, you know, a, I believe like a top three or four tight end season under his belt before getting concussed to all hell the past few seasons and hamstrings and whatever else it may be. Uh, he was around in the game last week for a couple of receptions. If Kittle is looking questionable or game time decision, I think Jordan Reed at 4,800 as well could be one of those guys that you have to sneak in. Who's going to have low ownership in a tournament game uh, that could really put you near the top. Uh, what do you think about those Memphis? I like the Daniel Jones. Uh, we saw Matthew Stafford have a good enough game against that Bears defense. And I don't think that de- that Bears defense is all that. I hate to say it like this, but that team was bailed out by, wait for it, Mitch, my man Mitch Trubisky. I, I like those. I really like the O.J. Howard. And, yeah, I'll just – I'll recap that from a dynasty standpoint. You know – Everybody says Bruce Arians does not use a tight end. That's cool because Tom Brady does. And Tom Brady would not have agreed to go to Tampa Bay if he was not going to have some sort of input about how this offense is ran. I think Gronk is there more to help block, somewhat of a decoy. And O.J. Howard is going to be out on those pass patterns. I'm, I'm really excited. Now is as cheap as you're going to be able to buy O.J. Howard in a dynasty, but that's not what we're here uh, we covered that on the Wednesday edition. So some of the guys that I'm looking at this week, my must-have in all formats, but especially cash, is Jonathan Taylor. These numbers were probably already baked prior to the Marlon Mack injury. He's the $5,800 free space on FanDuel right now. I, 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 I like him in, D, in uh, DraftKings full PPR format, but I love him in the half-point uh, PPR. The, the Colts had something like 19 running back uh, targets. And, you know, Jonathan Taylor, I think he had six catches. It's either, it's either, either six catches or six targets. And he, had, he had six on six. six his, on, his first game in the NFL, six, six targets for six receptions. And that's awesome. I mean, you know, if you're getting the PPR volume, off of a guy that normally you're just thinking of as like the, the, the Derrick Henry type is like the initial narrative on this guy. Man, I absolutely love this guy. And then in a tournament, I love Mike Williams. 5,800 on FanDuel. He uh, had nine targets. I think he came down with four or five in the game against Cincinnati. But, you know, I, I believe it's Brashad Breeland is their number two corner, and I believe he's going to miss the game with injury. And even if he doesn't, Mike Williams is a guy who averaged 20 yards per reception last year. He had nine targets in this Kansas City Chiefs offense over their last nine games has scored an average of 29 points a game. If you're scoring 29 points a game and you're playing against them, guess what you got to do, Dr. Kyle? 
what you gonna do? You gotta throw the ball. You gotta put the ball in the air. And a guy who's getting that kind of target volume in a game where they're gonna be behind, you know, I, there's no reason why this guy couldn't have an absolutely huge game and could be the difference between. You know, I don't know that I would use him in cash, but I would definitely, definitely use him in attorney. Uh, not an attorney. I have an attorney, not Mike Williams. His name's not Mike. It's a, it's a different attorney. But, man, that, that, that leaves us. And then I will cover uh, a little bit more of the build that I did. I, I like doing one of these for the show. So I went back to the well with Devont. Now, this is attorney. Um, again, this is another one of those million-dollar first-place prize attorneys. I went. Uh, this is on FanDuel, by the way. Uh, Devontae Adams at my wide receiver position. Uh, uh, Trufant, the corner who replaced Darius Slay, he went out with injury. I don't have not got word on whether or not he's playing. Really don't give a, give a hoot. Uh, give me all that Devontae Adams. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, I talked about it earlier. Uh, Dallas needs to slow this game down, get the ball in the hands of their best player. And then Derrick Henry. Guy looked fantastic the other day. Um, I would have lost my prop bet on him last week because he rushed for a buck 16 and chipped in with a few yards in the receiving mm-hmm. game. Hey, uh, at home against Jaguars, Derrick Henry beats the shit out of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Seemed like an easy smash at my running back. And then Matt Ryan as my QB. I know I said I like this game to go under, but I also said I like this game to score about 46 to 48 points. So for that reason, I'm in. I got Mike Williams in there. I got Jonathan Taylor in there. I got Tyler Higby in there. And originally, I had Cooper Cup in as well. But do you know who the new uh, shadow corner is in Philadelphia? Do you remember? Do you? Do you? The Slay. That's right. Darius Big Play Slay. And I think he's going to be matched up on Robert Woods which tells me this is going to be a big Cooper Cup game or this is going to be a big Tyler Higby game. I love Higby this week. Should absolutely feast. He's in the middle of the range. He's at 5,800. Uh, my last offensive player, Paris Campbell. And then I'm going with the Washington football team. And you may say, but Memphis, you know they just scored 24 points against San Francisco. I'm with you. And you know what? I'm going to find out this weekend if that Washington football team and that front seven is for real. Because I know Kyler Murray runs around a lot, but you know what? I also know he takes a lot of sacks. And for that reason, I'm going to go with the Predator. I'm going to go with Chase Young and a guy from my hometown, Ryan Kerrigan, uh, Allen, and the rest of those beasts on that, on that front seven. And I'm going to see what they can do. Um, I like the football team this week as my defense. So that's, uh, that's my tourney build, Dr. Kyle. I love it. Uh, I love like I look at the that red uh, excuse me football team defense, and I, I had the same thought. Colin Murray is still playing against the you know a sort of makeshift offensive line, and I, I didn't watch that game, so I don't know if any of his runs were design runs or if he just was taking off at free will. Um, but that's a great take. Uh, you know, a couple of guys that. I didn't mention, but I'll probably have in a lot of places is I like Miles Sanders if he's a go this week because Boston Scott was banged up. It doesn't look like the Eagles are adding anybody going into this weekend. And if we, uh, if we look back to what Ezekiel Elliott did against the Rams, he had almost a hundred yards on the ground. He was fed in the passing game. I think he had a receiving touchdown called back. Um, and I think Miles Sanders can be all of that and a bag of potato chips 
coming into this week at a, at a cool 6,800. Um, and then some of my, my cheaper wide receiver plays. Yeah. Amari Cooper was, uh, heavily targeted, but he was heavily targeted about five yards from the line of scrimmage in that game. CD lamb looks the part. I think he's going to get more and more involved in that Cowboys offense. So I like him at 5,200. And then Preston Williams, only 5,400. He is the downfield guy for the Dolphins, and he got his targets. They didn't all land in his bread basket this weekend, but for 5,400, he seems like a value. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I got for you this week for DFS. I'm, I'm excited to see how, uh, how we roll. Well, I, I like everything you said. I do want to caution you on Preston Williams. I will like Preston Williams just fine if Devontae Parker plays. If he doesn't, uh, Preston only caught like two of seven targets last week. And if Parker doesn't play, Parker's going to, excuse me, uh, Williams is going to get a spend all Sunday afternoon hanging out with a guy named Tredavious White. Not a fan. So I, I like that play if Parker plays, but if he doesn't, uh, I, I might look to pivot. Um, one thing we were talking about, the, the Washington football team. So last week the 49ers got two sacks on Kyler and 24% uh, of the snaps they got pressure on him. They had 12 pressures and two sacks. 24% uh, was, you know, it was right around the top 10. But the football team last week, they had eight sacks and 14 pressures and 28% pressure percentage on the Eagles. I don't think the Cardinals' offensive line is that much better. Uh, again, they've got a nice steady stream of pass rushers and a really good front seven. So for those reasons, I, I'm not afraid, even though I'm, I do realize the Cardinals could put up 24 points. That's my deal. And one thing I've found, Dr. Kyle, is that on Wednesdays, on FanDuel, they will give you player props for the Thursday night game. Did you know that? I, I did find that out this week. I don't think I saw any I love, but let's hear what you got. Well, uh, th this man's been so good to me, all I can do is continue to give him airtime, Baker Mayfield. If you've been listening to the this, to this show since week one, you know one of my seasonal bets is Baker under 3,900 passing yards. Mr. Mayfield is doing his part to help me win that money. So, Baker, I'm going right back to, uh, to, to your side. I'm betting Baker Mayfield on FanDuel, under 239.5 passing yards, lay $1.10. My reasoning is is that I think this regime is getting a little burnout on Baker Mayfield. And how do you neutralize a guy who struggles? First of all, he, his offensive line got better. They brought in Jedrick Wills. They brought in Jason Conklin, and he still does the exact same thing. Baker, the minute there's even the slightest hint of pressure out up the middle, he rolls out to the same side he always rolls out to, and he's not that athletic. And it's it's going to be a problem for him. And I've said this before, this is really more of a, of a dynasty and a fantasy standpoint, but Kevin Stefanski had a working relationship with Case Keenum when they had the, the Minneapolis Miracle, the year they beat the Saints in the Superdome on that blown coverage that allowed Stefan Diggs to score the, the winning touchdown. And when Stefanski in this front office signed Case Keenum for three years, $18 million, that was the Baker, you better get your shit together moment of the century. So how do you help Baker? And I truly think this helps Baker. You slow the game down. You use the running attack. You pound Cincinnati with the run uh, the same way the Chargers attempted to with Josh Kelly 
with Austin Eckler, you bring the volume down. You don't make her. You don't make Baker pass it as much. I think Baker finishes this game somewhere around 200 to 200 in total passing yards, but I think he does it in a much more efficient manner. None of that matters for the sake of this conversation. I like Baker under 239 and a half passing yards. Lay a dollar ten. Dr. Kyle, you know I love me some Baker. He's the gift that keeps on giving for all my podcasts. What about you, man? What's uh, the prop that just won't stop? So, Memphis, I love me some Baker hate. Uh, I got three that uh, popped on me. I used, um, what is it, Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight, yeah, not a sponsor. Uh, not, no. not 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 endorsed, not an official partner here of the DWZ, but they do have player props, and they and those numbers are legitimate. So let's uh, let's hear your your thing. So after listening to the uh, the buy sell hold and your guys take on the um, the Rams Eagles game going into this weekend, Woods getting locked up with Slay, potentially being a Cooper Cup breakout for the year, is over under on receptions is five and a half, and I know that's a little steep. But I feel like this this game, yeah, this game has the makings of a, a potential shootout. And I think Cooper Cup's going to be on the receiving end of a lot of, like, third and shorts, third and whatever's golf is going to lean on him. Uh, the two others that I think I like more, actually, is Amari Cooper's over-under for receiving yards this week is 77.5. I was looking up his stats for last week against the Rams. He did not draw Jalen Ramsey the entire game. And it took him 14 targets and 10 receptions to get to 81 yards. I don't see him reaching that target total or reception total the rest of the season. So I like under 77 and a half yards for Mari Cooper. And then I'm going back to the, the Giants Bears well. Daniel Jones, I don't know his exact number for this week against the Steelers, but I think he approached 280 to 290 in the air. His over-under for this week against the Bears is 235.5. That feels a bit low to me. I feel like, yes, they're going to try and get Barkley involved, but Daniel Jones is going to be airing it out to Slayton. Potentially, they get Tate back. They're going to get Barkley involved in the passing game. Evan Ingram hopefully doesn't put any um, uh, canola oil on his gloves this week. And think about all the – Think about all the yards Daniel Jones would have had this past week if Evan Ingram didn't have all those drops. Um, so those are my thoughts. Uh, I, I like each and every one of those. The one thing, it goes back to my uh, my under, my, my lean to the under on the Cowboys and Falcons. Again, I, I, you just saw the Cowboys only, what was it, 17 points? It was 20-17 to 17 they lost to the Rams. Mm-hmm. And you're not gonna you're not gonna convince me that the Rams defense is that much better or worse than Atlanta. I think with that offensive line being banged up, you know, Frederick retired. Uh, one of their other starters got nicked up in that game. Uh, I don't know if Leal Collins will play this week. You know, if I'm Mike McCarthy and and Kellen Moore, you know, I really want to slow that game down a little bit, and I don't want to get into a shooting match with my defense and my back four being the weakness of my team with guys like Julio Jones, Russell Gage, and Calvin Ridley coming to town. So I, I, I like that. I, I, th- I think you want to get up. Uh, my only concern for that one is with the lack of Jarwin, more targets could equal more receptions, could equal more yards. But it's, it's a bet worth making, my man. It was a great show. Great show tonight. Full, chuck full of good information. You, gave, you, only, oh, yeah. you only gave away one tease. One. That's, that's, you're, you're getting there, young man. 
We should set an over-under on the number of teases I give away each week going forward. How about them apples? We're, we're, we're going to set it at one tease, over-under. The the listeners can, uh, can bet that at home amongst themselves. Guys, thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for listening, downloading, and watching the fabulous big bet that that's that's our number one ask that's our freest ask is subscribe to the podcast subscribe to the youtube notifications on and leave us uh ratings and reviews it's the number one way to help us continue to grow our show and if you're looking to check out our sponsors and and you're able to get down mybookie.ag with the code dwz memphis there's going to get you a full match up to a grand and then if you're listening on Thursday, you got to go to thehate.com. That's the H-V-I-I-I.com. And check out the goat shorts. Just go. You can see a picture of them now. You can't order them. But you can check out the Thunder in Paradise goat shorts. I've got mine queued up. I'm going to get me a pair. Dr. Kyle's going to get him a pair of Schmediums. He's going to wear them real short. But, hey, they, 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 they do life differently in New York City than, than we out here in the Midwest. But, uh. Dr. Kyle, you going to be on a uh, injury update Friday, Saturday, somewhere there again? Absolutely. And if you guys tweet at me, I will get them out sooner and more personally. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to be on top of that week to week. I'm trying to do one going into the week for start sits and fades, and then one coming out of the weekend to tell you what's going on. Uh, we're we're going to start charging you for Dr. Kyle's advice in the way of a, a rating and a review. You're going to say, hey, Dr. Kyle, what did it was so-and-so Mike Thomas's ankle? Hey, you know what? Here's a link to our Apple web or to our Apple feed on iTunes. Leave me a five-star. Write down your injury questions, and I'll make sure they get over to Dr. Kyle. It, it helps you. We'll get you the answers you need for free, and it helps the show grow by getting our rates and our ratings and reviews up. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, and again, if you need a, a fantasy or dynasty trade question answered, same thing. Leave us a five star, put your trade in there, and not only will I answer that some bitch, I'll do it live on the Gosh Dern Dynasty Warzone next Tuesday night for Wednesday morning's podcast. But on behalf of that man, his name is Dr. Kyle. You can follow him on Twitter at dwz underscore doctor pt. You can follow me at dwz memphis. And remember, here at the Fabulous Big Bet, we will remind you. That money won is twice as sweet as money earned. We'll be back here next week. Get on that YouTube, and uh, we'll keep you updated. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hey, guys. Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day. Joined the Patreon. Reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, we went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in re- rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, just tr- uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even in, even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now, join the Patreon, and join a, join a great fantasy football group, but more like a fantasy football family.